if you are constantly running it empty and you're not taking time for yourself, then everyone else around you is going to get the empty version of you. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Make It Glow show. I'm your host, Megan Greencorn, owner and founder of The Glow Lounge Indie, a medical spa where we focus on the health and healing of the skin while working with our clients to help them see and embrace their inner goddess beauty. Over the last decade, I've built a spa I used to only dream about, and now I have the freedom I always used to crave, the freedom to do whatever I want in life whenever I want to do it. On the show, we talk about owning and running a successful beauty business, entrepreneurial advice and tips, business and success mindset and strategies, as well as trustworthy skin advice for anyone looking to improve the health and appearance of their skin. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this podcast can help you enhance your business, your life, and your skin. Hello, hello, family. I am Megan. Welcome to the very first episode of the Make It Glow Show. I'm so excited to be here, but I'm actually very nervous to record this too. So bear with me. This is the very first podcast that I've ever done. Um, And a year ago, this podcast was never even a thought in my head, Um, but my business has grown and expanded so much that this just kind of seemed like the next logical step um, in the process. So very first episode, I thought I would give you all some background about me, just kind of so you know who I am, what I'm doing, and why we're doing this podcast. So hey, hi, again, I'm Megan. Um, I own the Glow Lounge in Indianapolis, Indiana. We are located in the Midwest. If you don't know where Indiana is, we're kind of a flyover state for some people. (laughs) Um, But we are a med spa that focuses just on the health and the healing of the skin, as well as client education, teaching them about their skin, and honestly, just helping women in particular to see how beautiful they really are. And that's been a passion of mine for a long time. I'm 33 years old. Um, I love outside of working. I work a lot outside of working. I love animals. I'm a rescue mama. I have um, three pups and I love working out. Some of you know, um, I love training and powerlifting. I hope one day to be able to compete in that. I love wine. I love good food. I love live music. I have a boyfriend that I've been with for two years now. Um, I'm extremely close with my parents And quite honestly, when I'm not seeing clients, I'm very much a homebody. Um, I love being on the couch in my jammies with my dogs and my partner and not really doing too much. I find that the older I get, the happier I am just being at home. Um, I know a lot of you out there can probably relate to that. But just a little bit about me. Um, I am from a lot of different towns. We moved around so much when I was growing up. My dad was in sales, so we kind of just moved where the jobs were. But we spent a long time um, down in Spencer, which is in Owen County, southwest of Bloomington. A couple of couple of y'all will know where that is. Um, and I grew up on a farm. So that taught me a lot about life. I hated it at the time. <laughs> because, you know, 6 a.m. cleaning horse stalls is not exactly fun for a teenager. But I learned a lot about life. It taught me a lot about work ethic right out of the gate. Um, That also was kind of where my love for animals really started. I've loved them since I was a kid, but getting to be around them every single day was really special to me. And that's something that I do miss. And I hope one day to be able to have a piece of property and animals again, because that's so rewarding and so relaxing for my soul. But I was a very creative kid. I loved 
art class. I loved music. I loved anything that didn't involve books, (laughs) like history class or chemistry, you know, things like that, just sitting, listening to lectures. I was very bored in school as a kid. um, And especially as a teenager, I started to get extremely antsy and I really just kind of hated school. (laughs) I did really well. I got really good grades except for math and science because those are terrible. But um, when I turned 18, I was just kind of like, I am so over this. Um, I want to get out. I want to start working. I want to experience life. But I was kind of too chicken to do that right out of the gate. (laughs) And I went to a high school that was very career driven. So in your freshman year, they put you into what they called an academy. And that academy was based on what you wanted to do for the rest of your life. Think about that. You're 14 years old and you're being pushed to choose what you want to do with the rest of your life. So I didn't know, even at 17, I didn't know. At 18, I finally realized that I, again, was super creative. I just didn't know how to channel that creativity. And my mom, of all people, she said, you know, you love makeup. You have a ton of makeup. You're always doing your friend's makeup. You watch America's Next Top Model. Y'all, some of you will remember that. (laughs) You watch it just for the makeup portions of the show. What about going into makeup? And I was like, man, that'd, that'd be cool. That's something that I think I could really like. But again, being in a small town, <laughs> there aren't a lot of options for that outside of being like a farmer or a teacher or working in an office for the rest of your life. So I was looking at options and I said, okay, well, why don't I go to business school for a couple of years so I can have that business school background and you know, people will respect me more with the business degree behind my name. And that was the worst two years of my life. (laughs) I should not have gone to business school because let me tell you, you don't learn anything about running a business by going to business school. (laughs) It was basically just an extension of high school, to be quite honest with you. You were in algebra and you were learning about spreadsheets and there was a speech class and it was just like, why did I do this again? (laughs) So after that, I graduated barely by the skin of my teeth. I took a year off and then I went straight into beauty school because in the state of Indiana, you have to have either a cosmetologist or an aesthetics license to be able to accept money for doing makeup, which was kind of my end goal. I wanted to be a makeup artist. And aesthetic school, I was like, man, I'll just, I'll suck it up. I'll do the time and I'll get out. But I actually ended up falling in love with skin and just understanding how it worked and doing facials and just being able to manipulate the skin and understand that you could change the appearance of it. You could influence the health of it. And I kind of became obsessed (laughs) and school was very hard. I worked full time. Um, in an office in downtown Indy. And then I would go to school at nights, um, three nights a week and every Saturday. So I was working full time going to school like 22 hours a week. And that was brutal for nine months. That was honestly still one of the biggest accomplishments of my life was getting through that. (laughs) And I graduated with a, I want to say like a 3.9 GPA. So that was another big achievement for me. But after aesthetic school, I was like, man, I'm going to go out 
and I'm going to try working in a spa and I'll do that part time and then I'll be doing makeup and it'll be great. And lo and behold, they don't teach you really anything about trying to get a job at a spa or anything about running your own beauty business. You you do not learn anything. <laughs> so I had a couple of really, really bad experiences at spas, quickly realized that that was not going to be the path for me. These experiences were so bad that it took me out of aesthetics for several years. I was too afraid to go back into it. And I just really kind of wanted nothing to do with it. I always loved skincare. I never stopped learning. I never stopped playing around with my own skin. But as far as working in it, I just, I couldn't do it. I needed to take a break. So I jumped full-fledged into being a freelance makeup artist. And I did that for six years. And, you know, some some parts of it were really fun. I got to work with the WWE, which was really cool. Um, I got to work with just lots of different types of clients. But over time, it kind of, it started to wear on me. The makeup industry is, it can be really rough. Um, it can be really toxic. It can be just not a place for everyone. And God was definitely kind of starting to lead me away from it. I could feel, but I didn't really know where he was going to lead me. I didn't really know what was going to happen. Fast forward to um, 2018, I went through a divorce. And those of you that have been through a divorce, you know that it can completely wreck your life. Um, It can feel like you have no life because everything that you knew is gone. And the person that I was married to, I got married at 22, so I was very young, but I knew from the get-go that I I was supposed to be married, that God had a partner for me. Um, So I got married very young. I spent all of my 20s with this man, and he came home one day and said, I don't love you, I haven't loved you for a long time, and I'm leaving. So I (laughs) I was 29 at the time, so again, all of my 20s with this person, thinking that this is who I was supposed to be with. I'll go into this more in another episode, but for right now, I'll keep it very brief. And that kind of blew up my life in 2018 (laughs) to the point of where I was like, you know, I knew that God had a plan. I knew that all of that pain and all of that time spent wouldn't be for nothing. I just didn't know where it was going to go. So at the end of 2018, I had to move out of the home that we had bought together Thankfully, my parents were incredibly supportive. They are still incredibly supportive people. And they actually purchased a duplex for my brother and I to live in. And this duplex had two bedrooms. And I thought, man, maybe this is my chance to start working in skincare again. So in February of 2019, I opened my very first treatment room. Um, I called it the Glow Lounge right off the bat. And it was just kind of a... A fun, catchy little name. I didn't super brand it. I was just like, come to my glow lounge. And that was that was the beginning for me. And we actually just um, we're coming up on our three year anniversary right now. And that's a super big deal. But rewind to 2019. That was for sure one of the hardest years of my life, just opening a new business, um, realizing (laughs) that. I knew, I knew a little bit about business. Um, I'd been self-employed since 2016. I'd been working with my family 
they had a um, real estate investment company. They were rehabbing houses. So I got to see a lot of the ins and outs of that industry. I actually still have a real estate license, weirdly enough. Um, But I learned a lot about being self-employed from them and from my dad, who was in sales a long time. But the, the beauty industry is something different. The beauty industry is a beast all on its own. So I literally learned as I went. I flew by the seat of my pants. <laughs> I made a lot of mistakes, cost me a lot of money. Um, but again, I learned. I learned a ton of lessons. Um, in 2019, I was also trying to get back into dating after being divorced, um, <laughs> learning that I had a lot like an immense amount of work to do on myself because it definitely wasn't a one-sided divorce. It never is, but it, (laughs) it was a very rough year. 2019 was definitely one of the hardest years of my life. Um, trying to put so much work into myself and into my business. I was basically constantly running on empty. Um, but towards the end of 2019, I started realizing that, I was an extremely strong, highly independent individual that was actually happy being on her own. It took me a long time to get there. But when I realized that I was happy that I could just sit at home and be by myself with my dogs, I was like, this is fine. Like, I'm totally chill with this. That's when my partner walked into my life. (laughs) That's when um, we met at the very end of 2019. And we've been together a little over two years now. But he's definitely you know, the man that I was meant to be with for sure. But I had to learn to love being me, love doing my own thing before he could come in. So we got together at the very beginning of 2020 and then COVID hit. (laughs) So my business had been open for literally a year and a month before COVID hit. We had four shutdowns um, in our state. Beauty professionals were forced to not work for nine weeks. And at that point, I was already working a couple of other small side gigs just to make sure that money kept coming in. And, you know, at that point, everything shut down. So it was like, what the fuck? By the way, I curse a lot. So if that's not your thing, you're probably not going to like this podcast. But that's that's how I speak. So (laughs) get ready for it. Um, I quickly learned that this was a whole other ballgame and that to be successful when you couldn't work that that was a whole other thing on its own. Um, social media kept me going. Product sales from social media kept me going during that time period. Thankfully, we also had some state support in Indiana for um, self-employed people, and that was immensely helpful at the time as well. But when we finally were able to go back to working, I uh, I moved out into my own solo suite um, in Salon Lofts, which is a, a chain of um, basically like these little suites that can be individually leased by a beauty, a beauty professional. So hairstylists, you know, nail techs, estheticians, things like that. You could go to any location and have like your own suite in that location. So I did that for a year. I thought, you know, it's time. I need to get my business out of my house. I need to separate those two. So home can just be home and business can be business. And that, again, taught me so much. (laughs) Salon loss was just not a good fit for me. It was very loud, very noisy, definitely not the vibe that I wanted for my studio. And fast forward again, another year, May 2021, I found a new studio space that needed 
so much work. <laughs> if you go to our, our Instagram, you can see the before and after. It was a hot freaking mess. We replaced, we put in all new flooring. We put lots of paint up, like so many coats of paint. <laughs> I painted the doors. I changed finishes. I brought in so much furniture, new lighting fixtures. It was one of the not one of the, it was the biggest investment that I've made so far in my life today. And it scared the living shit out of me because it was just, you know, spending money, spend, 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 because I had a vision. I had it in my head of what I wanted it to look like. And boy, if I don't tell you, it turned out exactly like what I had seen in my head. I damn near cried when we opened because I was like, holy fucking shit. This manifested into everything that I had been dreaming of for so long, just a space where clients walk in and they feel like, whoa, I'm instantly relaxed, but everything in here is so freaking beautiful and calming. And you know that this is going to be your spot to just shut down for 90 minutes. And then you wake up and you feel so refreshed and you feel more alive, quite frankly. That was what I wanted for clients. And that was what I created. Um, and that's that's today. That's where we are now. Um, the Glow Lounge is, again, getting ready to come up on its third birthday, which is something that I'm so freaking proud of. Honestly, being a business owner is not easy in the least bit, but combine that with COVID and it was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, how are, we, how are we supposed to get through this? But we did, and we're thriving right now. I am actually um, getting ready to stop taking new clients because my schedule is so overwhelmed. And I have an esthetician that works for me and a nurse injector that runs her business out of the Glow Lounge. And we have more expansion plans coming this spring, which is super exciting. So there's a lot involved. Um, I'm still learning every single day. <laughs> I make a lot of mistakes, but I always learn a good lesson when I make it. But I've also learned that I have so much knowledge about the beauty industry, about being a successful entrepreneur that actually does know how to make money legally, by the way. <laughs> being self-employed, the ins and outs of that. Um, on top of my love and knowledge for corrective skincare and working with women, because women are amazing. Women are beautiful creatures, but most of us have very deeply flawed views of ourselves. I know that firsthand from some trauma in my childhood, and I kind of wanted to make it my mission to be able to love on other women because most women don't get enough of that. That is my whole goal for the Glow Lounge. I want every woman that steps into our spa to just immediately feel calmed. You know, you you need self-care time. It's so important. And so many women, you know, they kind of bypass self-care because either they don't, you know, they don't have the time, they don't want to make the investment, um, whatever the case may be. But if you are constantly running it empty and you're not taking time for yourself, then everyone else around you is going to get the empty version of you. I hope that makes sense. But it's always my goal for everyone to just feel refreshed and renewed um, the second they walk in and for sure the second that they leave. Um, and that's what we created. And it's uh, my heart and my soul and something that I'm so very proud of. 
Um, and then the Make It Glow show was born and that's kind of where we are now. Um, and I'm so excited to be podcasting because I thought about it for a while as something that I wanted to get into, but I didn't know how. And I was talking with my coach about it and she was like, there is no how, like you just do it. So again, a big step for me that I'm super excited to be doing, but over the course of the show, I'm going to talk about a lot of things, um, a lot of some taboo topics in the industry that people don't want to talk about. They don't want to offend, but I think it's important that we talk about these things, especially if you are in the beauty business and you're wanting to accelerate your business or you want to start a beauty industry business. I think it's going to be so important that you hear about these things. I'm going to be talking about how to build a business. Um, again, these are things that people just don't talk about a whole lot and things that you surely don't learn in business school or aesthetic school. Absolutely. Um, and I'm very no holds barred. So you guys are going to hear a lot of very direct information. Again, you're going to hear some cursing, um, but it, it's stuff that needs to be talked about. Very honest information. Um, and I'm excited to share with you guys just kind of my knowledge that I've put together over the last almost 11 years in this industry. So I hope you all enjoyed this first episode, learning just a little bit more about me. And I'm so freaking excited for the next episode. You guys, um, I hope that this was helpful for you. And I hope you all have a great week. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Mwah. Hey there, before you go, would you love $10 off a skin treatment at the Glow Lounge? You can enjoy a facial, chemical peel, microneedling, or nano infusion at our boutique med spa with $10 off when you leave an honest review for our show. We would so love to know what you think. Just take a screenshot of your review and show it at your next appointment. Thank you all so much for your love and support. We're wishing you the most glowing skin. Until next time.